linked it down lift to that. Lift Yeah. Um, lift and peeved. Lift and peeved. That's a way of saying, like, you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I don't know. I don't know. It's a real word. It's a real It's a real one. I don't use it, but it's Not in your vocabulary? Down to done. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Right. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five. Three. Nine. Of down to dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily Thunder.com dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke, joined this morning by Andrew. Hey, I'm Drew. And Jay. <laughs> it's Jay. I'm here. <laughs> Wow, Jay. I had Jay, like, like I it's been lyrics. six years and you haven't developed I have, your thing. I have lyrics queued up to sing Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Oh. And I was just like, I'm it's not okay. going to do that. Guys, <laughs> what was the drum beat to that? Guys, next Thursday at Anthem, we are having a draft party. What? It is at Anthem brewery from six to nine we will have contests we will have anthem beers and we will have a lot of fun and you are invited to join us in those contests in those beers and you're saying contests like multiple fun. isn't there just one contest there's just one contest but Man, it's a good contest could be more than one you never know we've did a little beta <laughs> testing this week yeah it's gonna be a uh, kind of the draft pick mock draft yeah, make your own mock draft. There we go. Downtodunk.com. Whoa. Are we starting it? Yeah. Go ahead. Boom. And go, Start it. Go to downtodunk.com and fill out your own mock draft. Please sign in with your email only. You'll yeah, have the Twitter option, but it won't work. So go just email option only and fill out your mock draft. For the second round, don't worry about anybody but the two Thunder picks. So don't worry about the whole second round because, honestly, I mean, most of you guys aren't going to know who any of these guys are anyways. Yeah, I got to about 12, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I got so, to the first one. I was like, I don't know who any of these, <laughs> any of these people are. <laughs> so fill out the first round. The first round, all of those will count toward your total, and then the two Thunder picks at the end. And so if you happen to get those right, I mean, you're basically going to win a prize. So I'm gathering prizes from all of our sponsors. Andy's Frozen Custard has already contributed a pretty big prize. Oh, my mm. gosh. It is a gallon blackberry custard. <laughs> Dude, that blackberry custard is so good. It's like um, sweeping the nation. Oh, dude. Uh, sweeping the nation. And so we'll, we'll have a nice prize package from our sponsors. So please enter in. It's free to enter. Just uh, put your email address in. And it will save as you go, so you don't have to worry about it saving. It'll it's pretty. Save. It's man, Micah, Micah Alcorn. Yeah, I was about to say made by 
one of our down to dunk nation. So technology. He emailed me after last after last year's and was like, "Hey, why are you doing this on paper?" And I was like, "Because I don't know how to do it. Because we're in, dumb. In, in, in the other we're way. dumb. We don't know how to do stupid. it. Stupid." And he was like, "I'll build you a website." And I'm like, "That's awesome." And then he actually followed up and did it a year later, which is incredibly oh, impressive. Yeah. Damn. So shout out. That's like, that's like, we created Facebook. Next step, we it's created Facebook. This is, this is really Facebook. So Anthem Brewing Company, 908 Southwest 4th Street, uh, kind of right in the new part of downtown. And uh, we're going to get there. I'll probably get there about 530. I don't consider that downtown, but it's, still. I mean, it's every of, time. It's not the new part of downtown. It's just a different part of the city. That's Well, it's emerging part of downtown. It is emerging. I would say. I would agree with that. Yeah. So it's great. Ur- urban farmhouse. Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like right there. Yeah. That's downtown. Wouldn't they say they're downtown? Uh, yes. They're downtown. Uh, yeah. So it's right off of the new I 40. It's just down the street from like Revolution and all of these new places that yeah. are growing. Yeah. Guys, Anthem's Stone great. Cloud. Can we just jump straight into talking about how great Anthem is? Yesterday, I went to the mall mm-hmm. to go to J. Crew. Mm-hmm. They were serving Anthem beers at J. Crew. It was, was awesome. Perfect. It was combining two of my favorite things on the planet. <laughs> we were serving Anthem beers at Anthem J. Crew. Anthem beer and J. Crew. And guess, it was for Father's Day. And guess what? Wow. It was What do you have? Awesome. A beer. For free? Yeah. What? So I gave me a little cup, had some beer. And Is I, that legal? Um, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> ask questions. That's, I mean, it's probably not illegal, I guess, but... well. It, I'll tell you this. I mean, so here's be. the deal: is this says everything I'm finding is that the draft starts at six. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll the draft coverage starts at six. Yeah. So six thirty, six twenty is the first pick. Yeah. So we'll be there. I'll be there at five thirty. These guys will get there. I know Luke has to come back in town, but right we'll six. all be there by at least six. So you be there at six. We're gonna have a good time together. And uh, you know what? They got a plethora. Jay, which beer should people try out? At Anthem. So here's the deal, is we've plugged all of their beers because they're all delicious. I've told you about Pilsner, which is becoming my go-to. I mm-hmm. love their IPA. Um, obviously, Golden One, Arjuna, Ouroboros. But if you're going to the brew house, the tap room. You're talking about the special beers. You've got to get something special. Mm-hmm. There's always something special. What was yeah. the one that you did? The golden. It was the Golden One, but it had something else in it. Was it Barrel Age Golden One? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's if good. they have if they have a barrel aged there on tap, I'm going to be getting it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's always so different. Has you know, uh, it's you know aged in a different like maybe a bourbon barrel or a different type of brandy like, brandy barrel, and it and mm-hmm. like adds to the flavor and it also adds to the alcohol content. And I don't it's know great. if that's true, but they're higher alcohol content. Golden ones are just surprising. Like just it's always wait, it's hard to for, like remember that they're like nine. Percent gravity. They're a hundred percent tasty and refreshing. Yeah. So if you haven't had a chance to come to the tap room, yeah, the draft party is a great party. time. Last year there was a good there was a good turnout. Yeah, I'm a expecting time. a good turnout. I want to see uh, my my people. <laughs> Last year was like I was out of town, and so I kept texting Andrew and Taylor and Luke and. I think it was just my me and wife. Luke that were there. I don't think it Taylor, was. Yeah, Taylor wasn't there either. Yeah, it was a big time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And it was like the l- most attended event that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. They huge. heard that you guys weren't going to be there, and they're oh, like, "Oh, Jan Taylor, right. yeah." If there's like 15 people there on, can finally go. Thursday, I'm a message received there. So 
So come next Thursday, 6 to 9. We have to be out by 9 because Oklahoma law, liquor laws are just awful. And mm-hmm. they shut her down. <laughs> mm. uh, do you guys want, you want to talk the draft real quick? You talking about Fortnite? We'll talk Fort, about Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, you Fortnite. want to talk about Fortnite? Add me, Sook Dash Levens. <laughs> For real? For real, man. Okay. Add add Alex Spears. He's Barf Boys with a Z. <laughs> Barf Boys? With a Z. Uh, yeah, so let's talk draft. Maybe a draft we, is in less than a week. Yeah, we play duos. We need a squad. So I was talking. <laughs> I sent this text out last night, but the thing about the draft is I would be the worst GM in the universe because every number one is draft express and espn have merged into this like well really they just absorb draft express but yeah uh, the guys from draft express are doing all of these videos which have just been fantastic and so i just watch them anytime they come out i just watch them and so mm-hmm. michael porter jr uh, marvin bagley's was really good I, anyway it's just fun to watch those because you get an idea but what they do that's really good is it's like we'll get you real hyped with how good they are and then we'll show you all the bad things they do. And right. so it's like I go through every range of emotion. I was like, this guy this is going to be the, the next, greatest player in the, the history of NBA. And then it's like, oh, he also can't play defense at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so. But I don't know. It's exciting. I think it's man. this one is I don't know if it was as clear cut. I was not as into it last year for the first 10 picks, at least. Um, it does not feel like it's as exciting of a top of the draft. So many bigs makes me so nervous. Yeah, it it. I mean, you have your Marvin Bagley's and your Aitons and Bamba, and no, none of those are like a sure thing. Really, no. Like, what guy is a sure thing in this draft? I mean, it's it's tough. I think the only thing, like some sure things that are a little more, like not sure thing superstar, but it's guys that you think maybe could be. Decent players in the NBA. That's the only thing I would say is sure. Yeah, I think that Aiton will play in the NBA. He'll be a starting center. But will he be a superstar? Like, I don't know. He has that potential. Did you see the thing on Twitter that was the biggest draft busts from the last 20 years? Yeah, I tweeted that out. It was phenomenal. It was great. It was a great tweet. Tweet storm. It was a storm of tweets. It was a great tweet storm. It's just—it's a reminder that like you just don't know. Like Everybody thought Darko Milicic was going to be the next dude. And he was just not good. Well, I mean, you even look at last year where Markel Foltz, like, in hindsight, everybody's like, oh, what a bad pick. But it was pretty consensus that he was the best player in it the draft. It was consensus. Now, supposedly, yeah. they had this practice or this uh, workout, and all the Sixers personnel were like, uh, this guy's not any good. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, this guy can't shoot. And Colangelo's like, we're doing it. It's really convenient it's like, that all that came out now. I know, right? Everybody's checked, trying to save face. Have you checked Twitter? Five guys just tweeted how good he is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Including my wife. <laughs> you know, these, this, this guy, he's got five followers. He's He really thinks Mark Fultz is good. Uh, who's your favorite guy in the draft, Jay? Your favorite player oh, in the top 10. So here's – this is a bad one, but somebody I watched recently in – like is somebody I'm excited to see what they could potentially be or just somebody I like? Your favorite guy. Wendell Carter. Wendell. I know. Yeah, Wendell's good. Man, I so I watched, I watched this video. I watched some interviews and different things like that, and I don't think he's going to be stellar, but this is what I'm saying. So these are kind of guys where I'm like <laughs> – there's a whole bunch of guys that I think could be – long 10-year career guys 
and they're ne- never make an all star team, never yeah. make a first team, second team, third team, all NBA. Like, and I think when Wendell Carter could do that. I think he could be a great. He doesn't do anything different than like a Jan Mahimi. Like he's just kind of a guy that. Yeah. But I love his offensive game on the post, and I'm just a sucker for good offensive post game. And so watching him play, he's like. In my mind, around the rim, maybe the most polished out of all of these guys. Maybe Aiton is up there, but I don't know. I just liked it. And he also got overshadowed by Marvin Bagley having to play the two of those, which I don't know. Like, college, I guess you just have to try to get the best players on the floor because Aiton play in the four all season is like, you can't literally take much of anything he did in Arizona. Almost every big man played next to another big man. <laughs> well, yeah, Bagley and Wendell played. That's how everybody plays, and it's horrible. The one it kills the floor. It just absolutely destroys the floor. There's no spacing, and that's just the college game. Yeah, it really is. And the the <laughs> one I'm the most excited about and terrified about, and it seems like everybody else is kind of mirroring that because I got about 13 notifications from Woj and uh, Shams mm-hmm. last night about his workout. Um, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. I mean, probably. The biggest risk reward take in the top ten? Yeah, he could be. Yeah. He's there's some people that are super concerned about just his overall health. But then there's people that have him like skyrocketing up the mock drafts. Yeah, I I would be pretty surprised if he ended up going in the top. Past three. the Kings? Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, I mean that would be I mean that would seriously be crazy if they did that. I mean but can't you can't you see them being wowed, especially their owner, like getting wowed by his performance in a workout? Yeah, but apparently he's got this hip injury now. But they MRI'd it, and he's cleared. To, he's doing his. That's what I saw last. He night. is he's doing cleared the work for the workout in Chicago. Today. Okay, it's going to be really interesting to see what comes out of that. Yeah, I mean, six ten. He's big. He can really score. And if he, no, 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 don't do it. Don't fall for it. Um, Taylor is texting us that he's here, but it's a lie. Yep. He wants to see if Jay will get up, and he's probably watching on YouTube and wants to see if Jay will get up. Don't do it, Jay. Um, but what he, if he is here? He's not. What? If, um, so what if he is? It'll be interesting to see what comes out of this workout because he could shoot. You know, he make he could make eighty five out of a hundred threes today, and people will be like. We think he can play the three. We think that he can shoot it, and he can create his own shot. He's one of the few guys in this draft that can go out there and create his own shot. Are you telling me right now that the owner of the Kings looked at Buddy Hill and said, that's the next Steph Curry, is not going to look at Michael Porter, Porter Jr. and say, that's the next Kevin Durant? Stavskas. Uh, that's what I'm saying, though. He loves shooting. He does. That's why I don't – I mean, also, I mean, are they going to count out Trey Young, too? Trey, like to me, Trey might be my favorite guy in the in the top ten. Like favorite as far as like preference or favorite as guys that you're like if you're gonna like he could bet he could be the best player in the draft. Okay, okay. that's what you're saying because that be. is definitely not what I would say my pick was with Wendell Carter. Like I yeah. don't think he's gonna be the best player in this draft. No, I don't think so either. But he has the potential to be like a top five just because he's gonna be really solid because. I mean, there's a chance that a lot of these bigs bust. I know. Like, Bamba could be the best player in the draft, or he could be out of the league. 
you know, Jaron Jackson Jr., a lot of people love what he brings, but he's 19 years old, didn't play a ton of minutes at Michigan State. He's, I think he's going to be good. It's going to take a little while. Aiton, he may just be an offensive big only because his, there's a lot of things on defense that scare people. Yeah, and the thing that's the most terrifying about him is how hard he thinks about everything. Yeah. And, and some of that, some of that, like I said, college game, 19 years old. You hope what, – what's ideal for him is the fact that if Phoenix drafts him, to be able to spend a year or six months – at least working out with Tyson Chandler, mm-hmm. learning the game from him. Because Tyson Chandler was a late bloomer too. But He was, yeah. Um, it's one of those things that like the Suns will probably keep Chandler all year just to be a mentor to yeah. Aiden. There's just been very few human beings that are his size and that move like him. Like in the history of humanity, there have been very few. That's why you take him. Yeah. You have to. I think that's it. Um, I think it's pretty locked at this point. There hasn't been a lot of murmurs. And so mm-hmm. people still have, I mean, Doncic. I love Doncic, too. He's probably, I mean, I love Trey and I love Luca. And then. You love these men? I love these men. You love well, them? So if you, so yesterday or a couple <laughs> days ago, the rights. I love them. Truly. The, love them. The rights like, to Ricky Sanchez in the name of it? Oh, yeah. It's the Philadelphia 76ers podcast. I mean, they're really good. It is not suitable for for kids. And so if you listen to it at work, even work, work. put headphones on. That's the best thing about us. And just have your kids listen. We're a soft PG. A soft PG. That's right. Yeah. Um, That felt even weirder. Uh, But (laughs) are they a hard R? They had a... uh, They're a hard R. They had a scout. They are a hard R. From their intro music through the rest of it. They had a scout on their podcast this last week, and it was a really good kind of insight into how the process is. And, And this guy... He may he'll make you kind of slow down on your Doncic love. If you love Luca, don't listen to him. <laughs> he will humble you. A he little will. Bit. I know, man. <laughs> I was like, he just talks about the Euro game and how slow it is, and um, how if you're not creating, getting space in the Euro League, you are going to be in trouble whenever yeah. you're being guarded by NBA players. So, I don't know, man. That's uh, the draft is so much fun. In the I NBA. love it. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. And here's the deal: is I'm. It's not even a contest anymore between the NFL and NBA in my mind, like as yeah. far as a sport. Um, but the NBA draft is so much better than the NFL draft because it just moves. I love the yeah. fashion. And the fashion. I love the fashion. fashion. So, but I'm excited, man. It's going to be great. And that's, you know what? Here's the best part about it. I get to watch it with my friends. That's and right. Yeah, drinking a beer. And you, whoever comes, all of you all. I yeah. We're, we're looking at you right looking there. Looking at you, YouTube. Man. Hey, uh, <laughs> did you see the picture of... Uh, Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un said it looked like they got scooped up in the 03 draft and it had them. It was photoshopped with the the 03 draft. <laughs> and they're all wearing like everybody's suit looks everybody's the exact suit same. Looks like pretty funny. It was awesome. That's pretty good. It was a very good tweet. I like that. Guys, do we want to jump into some Twitter questions? Yeah. Twitter questions. All right. Unless you have some draft takes, Luke. Oh, I got so many. We don't even have time. Okay, we don't even good. Have we'll just time. move on. Good. Just w- just wait. My favorite thing about the draft is that I get to scream at Andrew after every draft pick. Do you know what this means? <laughs> is that <laughs> real? <laughs> it's a draft tradition yes. of our friendship, <laughs> like none other. Ever since yeah. uh, when did Yao Ming get drafted? I mean, ninety two thousand. No. Was it in the two thousand? I think two thousand one. Yeah. Like we, well, we watched that together. And I screamed that at him. The only one that Andrew and I have ever watched together was the uh, 
uh, one that Stephen Adams 13. got drafted during. Yeah. Yeah, probably 2,000 around there. All right. Yeah. Our first Twitter question comes from at R. Warren Beck, who says he doesn't see a path to title contention during Westbrook's prime if OKC can't re-sign Paul George. Talk him off a ledge. Will Paul George stay, and can Oklahoma City recover if he doesn't? So it's we're in prime early off-season mode. Here's the cool thing. We're though, freaking it's, out. It's moving. Like, we're... We're halfway through June, which means we're two and a half weeks, three weeks from having answers to all of our problems, right? Yeah, we're all freaking out, though. I'm not. Uh, this uh, guy is. So Paul George goes to this pro-am Fortnite thing, and Josh Hart and him are having this conversation. <laughs> and for some reason, like people, it's it's the breadcrumb, right? Like every single thing that is said oh or done goodness. just causes this mass hysteria. So yeah. um, I think... I would agree with Warren Beck here. Uh, title contention without Paul George is it's not happening. Not happening unless, like, I mean, there are circumstances where Terrence Ferguson turns into the best player in the NBA, and then that's probably you can probably get get a championship. I should go on a rabbit trail of Terrence Ferguson highlights the other day. <laughs> it's not gonna. I'm just. I'm joking. Where would he land in this draft? Like, is he up there with some of those? It's an interesting question. I think he would be in the teens, probably. Yeah. Which he he, he might be considered for kind of the same spot that, like, Zaire Smith would go. Like they remind the, you of each other a little bit? 11, 12, 13. No, they don't. No. Aren't they both just super athletes? That's the only reason I mention it. And Zaire um, Smith, the one that just Zyre dunks just, on the whole universe? Zaire Smith plays with crazy effort on the defensive end. Um, he's thicker, certainly, than Ferguson is. And... I have no idea if he's going to have an offensive game at all on at the next level. So Ferguson had that already built in. It was the other end. They're kind of opposite of each other a little bit. But, but they're athletes. That's all. crazy athletes. Yeah, that's, I guess that was my only. You talked about how much he just smashes all over the place. Dude, he's Zaire's crazy. He's awesome. But I think that he could go in that range. I think people could talk them would talk themselves into him because this draft isn't isn't as deep. Yeah. Um, as last year's. So what we're we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Russell Westbrook, Paul George. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a path to contention if Paul leaves. I think he's right, and I also don't think that the Thunder are just going to immediately blow everything up. You don't think so? No. And we'll, well, there's there's other questions that kind of fit into this a little bit, but so here's the hard thing that nobody wants to really say out loud: is is there really a path to title contention if both of them are here? I mean, obviously, you're a way better team, and you're going to give, like we said last week, like your series with the Warriors is going to go five to six games, and they're going to be hard-fought games. Yeah. As long as the Warriors are together, yeah, it's going to be – There's the path to title contention for anyone is slim. Yes, and that's the whole point. And so what do you do at that point? Do you create a team that's good? But also, Russell Westbrook is on their, is on their timeline. So – if you, I mean, are you okay with being a top four or five team in the NBA? Like, you probably should be okay with that. Yeah. And if the Warriors falter or they have an injury or something happens, you're right there. I don't I don't think that you can just throw, like, you can't, a lot of people just think you trade Russell Westbrook, you, you go get a young star, and then you just rebuild. It's simple. It's easy. That's nah, really hard. 
you can't. I mean, you can't do it. I mean, the Charlotte Hornets have like, their best player in the last however many years is Kemba Walker, and you could find yourself in a similar situation. The Orlando Magic, who have not been able to develop anybody. I mean, you, you can't just say, "Let's just go rebuild." Even though I think that Sam Presti is one of the better GMs to do that, I with. think that would be the only thing I would trust. Yeah, but you're also you need the right draft, right? Like you can't just say, "Oh, we just need top three picks in the next three years," then we're right back in it. I mean, there's not always a Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden back to back to back in every draft. I mean, those are three Hall of Famers. There's not a Hall of Famer in every draft. True, and so you can't just say. This will be easy. We just go, we trade Russell Westbrook at the draft and we go get DeAndre Ayton and we go get, I mean, who knows? Yeah, and I think you also have to recognize like Westbrook, like he's he's not untradeable by any stretch of the imagination. But that contract is going to be, somebody will take him, but it's not always, like you may not get the return on a superstar, former MVP, two years ago MVP, you're not going to get the return on him that you feel like you should. Uh have you met Sam Presti? Uh, He's he, going to get more. Yeah, he could. He could. You but just, it just it depends. Yeah. If there's one team that wants him, you're right. But if there's like four or five teams that want Russell Westbrook. Which there probably would be. Like, you, I, I get that. Like I think Sam will be able to leverage that. There's enough teams that need to fill. Kind of like what Detroit did with Blake, right? Like, I mean, think about there's teams that haven't had a superstar in so long. That would just I, I think Phoenix would give up a lot for him. Yeah. I think Orlando would give up a lot for him. I think Sacramento would give up a ton for him. Wouldn't it be awful though to if he got traded to one of those teams? It would be pretty terrible. <laughs> like I would be so mad. I'd feel really bad. And here's the deal. Like they're not gonna trade him. They're not gonna trade Russell Westbrook unless unless they, Russ asks unless, for it. Yes, unless Russ is unhappy where he's at. And so I mean if if Paul George comes back, everything's good and they'll just move forward if paul george does not come back uh it gets dicey and i think that sam especially because there's really creative yeah because there's not a there's no it's not like they have any cap space because paul george now next summer they would but they'll have they'll have like eight million the thunder don't attract free agents no but it's different now with the with not much cap space around the league, eight million will get you a lot more than it did a couple of years ago. So I mean it's not nothing. Yeah. Um but it's not like so sorry, I know it's not nothing, but it's not like you're getting Paul George's salary back in No, you cash can't go race. get you won't you you're not it's like, like oh we can offer another max contract to whoever's no, out no, there. No. no, yeah. Not even close. Hmm. Hmm. But it's a uh, it will not be a good day at Oklahoma no, City it won't, if he but decides There's to no way. We've had our hearts smashed enough times recently that there's no way that it will be as devastating as some of the other experiences we've had. So, oh, that's the, Hey, the bright side of things. <laughs> the bright side is yeah. that it will be not as devastating <laughs> yeah, as other uh, times. Yes. July 4th, 2016. Yeah. Hey, guys. Let's Can they up. recover is the question. Can they recover if he doesn't? I think they will be in that place that, is like my least favorite place in the NBA. I'll call it the Memphis Grizzlies. Like we're era. just good enough, just good enough to get in the playoffs. Never good enough, or never bad enough to get a draft pick, and never good enough to move past past the first or second round. Yeah. Now, it, like you said, it could change because they have 
Steven Adams is still incredibly young mm-hmm. and is just going to get better. The, immediately will re-sign Jeremy Grant, you know, which none of these guys are Paul George, but these are good players. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Ferguson still, at, I mean, he, he showed me a lot post-All-Star break about his potential. Yep. What did he show you? Uh, that he could be really good, actually. Hey, hey, take a look at this. He could be a. I mean, I think he's his really shooting. Good. His shooting's the real deal. I think. Yeah, I think I mean, he so. shot forty four percent. I think was the last number we had after the All Star break. I kind of wish he would actually got some run against Utah, which is a very weird feeling. Yeah, he would have been fine probably. So, um, so it's not it's not unrecoverable, but the Thunder they have a three percent chance of title contention if Paul George stays. They have zero. Oh, I think it's higher than that. Well, I'm, you know, Golden State. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, 20%. Also, like, the more, the longer this Golden State run goes on, the I think their chances are going down rather than going up. Speaking of other tea leaves that you overanalyze and read into, like... Are you talking about them making fun of Kevin Durant to his face? That was part of it. Uh, Steve, did you listen to Steve Kerr? Did you listen to Steve mm-hmm. Kerr on Zach Lowe? Mm-hmm. Number one, it's a really good podcast that's i don't hate steve kerr most of the time yeah um but there's a lot like he just talked about how hard he knew it would be for these guys and i just rolled my eyes to all of that but it i I see it though you see i mean they weren't there all season yeah but it's because they're bored yeah like okay cool you overcame boredom great job but to hear like draymond supermax like i'm hoping to qualify for this like there's a lot of things that at least it does these if you want to over right yeah and also like this thunder run won't last forever either yeah and someday russell westbrook won't play on the thunder and there will be somebody else and it's just it'll be weird because we've only known the thunder with russell westbrook since they've been in our city and it will be a weird day when Russell doesn't play for the Thunder anymore. And they actually do. Because they are eventually they are going to reset. And they're going to try again. And like that's what all NBA teams have to do. What's well, awesome, though. You don't want elder statesmen, Russ, on the team? I'm just saying that even he'll retire someday. And it will be a weird day. Isn't it crazy to think about, Russ. like... Yeah, it's, it's a weird... Because for me, it's really it. the only true over-the-top fandom I've ever had of an NBA team. Like, I like the Lakers, but whenever Shaq left, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah. This is like, I mean, that'll be huge. It'll be six yeah. years down the line or whatever. At the end of this contract, you know, I yeah. don't know. Who knows what it looks like. But yeah. The know. wild thing will be, because, like, you know, if you go on vacation if you, and you wear a Thunder jersey, it's like people in, like, you know, the Bahamas are like, Russell Westbrook. And, then, and I think that's the coolest part. Which, yeah. And that will be weird to them not have, like, like who are they going to be talking about? We don't know, because that that is always the coolest part about going on vacation. So where's the thunder shirt and people are like, hey, yeah, I mean, global, hey, yeah, recognition. Yeah. It's awesome. So it's pretty cool, we'll guys. See. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Rossby, who wants to know if Paul George chooses to join LeBron in Cleveland, what would that sign and trade potentially look like for OKC? So we, we did talk about this last week. Um, I mean, I think you start with... for the So here's the reminder. The Thunder have zero leverage in this. <laughs> zero leverage. Yeah. It's just Paul George is basically throwing them a bone. Yeah. Or I, mean, they, I guess if he wants, they to, don't if have, he, if he <coughs> wants to play in Cleveland... They don't have no leverage because yeah, the Thunder balance. don't have to do the deal. Yeah. They can just say, go sign with them. They or can, don't. Well, they they won't have that option. Yeah, because Cleveland, they'd have to move pieces somewhere else to be <coughs> able to free up cap space, and they just won't be able to do it. No, 
And so the which Thunder is, don't have no leverage. Which is, if I can be honest, like, I love LeBron James. This team is not amazing. Yeah. The Cavs. But the J.R. Smith contract, the Tristan Thompson contract, both of those are on LeBron James. Sure. Yes. And for him to hamstring, uh, hamstrung a team and then to walk away is a little bit... This, yeah, he can do what he wants. But this is what he's going to do, I think, which, with whatever team he goes to. Like, if he goes to the Lakers, they're going to trade away all his young assets to win now. They have to put together whatever they can to win now, and that means trading away all the young guys and getting as much, like, veteran talent as they can. And when he leaves, it's gonna, it messes up whatever team he was just on. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Miami, Miami survived. And they'd be a lot better if Bosch didn't have blood clots. Oh, man. It's brutal. Yeah. It would be. But um, it'd be a different, a completely different team. But think about yeah. the, the Cavs Chris when Bosch he came so back to them. He had a bunch of young guys on his team. And got rid of all. And they got rid of yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, the them. first thing they did was trade Wiggins. Yeah. And so, for like, Kevin Love. For yeah. Kevin Love. And so that guy that was, play, that was playing Fortnite with Paul George. Josh Hart. He's not going to be on the team. He's going to get traded away. He maybe talent. would. He's like a minimum salary like but he's one no, of like the three guys that would but stay. there's no guarantee i mean they could go in and lebron says these young guys i don't want to i don't want to teach young guys i want to play with veterans because i want to win and young guys don't know how to win i just yeah. teach them how and also you're there's, absolutely right there's yeah. also the question of like how long can lebron keep doing this because i think i don't know he's 30 what is he 33 33 and he just plays maybe best season of he was so good i i realized that <laughs> i you just wonder I don't know. I, I just think that it has to be a part of the decision making. Yeah, but the because, Lakers will not. They I mean, don't give a crap <coughs> about that. They'll be like, "Oh, no, you play just, here, we'll I'm sell." I'm talking the about franchise. like Paul George's decision. Sure. Like if you're going to tie yourself to a franchise, and if LeBron James plays like two more years, great, and then he falls off a cliff in the third. You know, when he's thirty-five and thirty-six years old, which is kind of what guys do at that age, is that they just can't be elite players at that age anymore. And they trade all their young players for veterans that are also aging. Like I don't, and you don't want a title in that window because the warriors are in your same conference in your same division. Oh yeah. And like, I just, I mean, there's unless not, you add a third, unless you literally can pull off like the unimaginable where it's Kawhi, Paul George and LeBron. Well, and there's also a world that Kawhi, like what's, we haven't seen Kawhi play. Played nine games last year. No, I mean that's it's not a, there's not a sure thing with that. But path. I'm saying like what? So my point is even with LeBron, Paul George, and then some semblance of the team that's there, and probably a couple free agents that just jump on a coat the coattails, right? Like because that's what'll happen. It'll be whoever James Jones will come back out of retirement or whatever. And, <laughs> but it, I think there'll be a couple free agents that are towards the end of their career that would jump on that train in L.A. too. It's L.A. and you got Paul George and LeBron James like. You're still. They're going to be very good if that happens. But they're still nowhere. I don't think they're anywhere close. They're to not being, the Warriors, and they're not the Rockets. Mm, I don't know. Ah, man, I would take maybe. It depends what the piece. And is also, what, what does Luke Walton do with a good team? LeBron doesn't like. So number one, LeBron. So somebody said this. I can't remember where it was, but think about what. It, yeah, it was on one of like the jump or whatever. What could LeBron do? with a superstar coach, like, cause it was the Popovich, like going to San Antonio and yeah, everybody just forget that Eric Spolster was really awesome. incredible. Yeah. 
and still is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I just was like, somebody give Eric Spolstra some love on this show because he was really good with that Heat team. Yeah. And demanded things out of a bunch of superstars, um, which was kind of nice. And they still didn't listen to him all the time, but welcome to the NBA. Yeah. So a trade to the Thunder. Do you have something? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's two iterations. I think one is that Kevin Love is involved in the deal, and it's close to a straight-up Kevin Love for Paul George. And they keep the eighth pick? Yeah. And then I think that there's also a George Hill in the eighth pick for Paul George deal. So yeah. I think that you can get one of those. Which one of those would you prefer? I'd probably prefer Kevin Love. I think if Kevin Love came here, the city would love it. Oh yeah, I think Kevin loves Stephen love Adams, Russell it. Westbrook. Like that's a good. That's, that's about good as good team. as you can. Recover. You're not. You're not going to contend, but you're going to win 55 games a year. You will win, and the rebounding advantage will be crazy for the Thunder. Because you're you have one of the best rebounders at almost every single position, and I think Russ will be yeah. really happy. Yeah, I think that they'll, and they they'll play they'll well play, together. and they'll play together yeah. for yeah. three years. And Kevin's a great passer. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Love has been maligned playing next yes. to LeBron. It has been a bad experience for his career. <laughs> I mean, he won a championship, obviously, but it is also like people forget how good and how talented this guy is. Yeah, especially when he was playing in Minnesota. And it's also not fair because like they're measuring him against the Warriors. And, oh, well, he can't defend against the Warriors, so he must be a terrible NBA player. It's like, well, man, that's really unfair. <laughs> Neither can most anybody else. Yeah, it, most guys that are big. And so the Thunder have wanted to be super big anyways in the past. And so if you have a lineup that is Russ, Sabrinas, Robertson, Kevin Love, Stephen Adams, you know, you have... Abrinas and Kevin Love that'll space the floor. You still have the Robertson conundrum where he makes you an elite defensive team but also sucks on the offensive end. And then you have the wild card of Steven Adams who's easily a roller to the rim but could be a shooter in the next few years as well. And so you, there's, there's a lot of potential. I like that team a lot better than whoever they get at eight because I don't know who that's going to be. Trey Young, Michael Porter... And those guys may not last that long. Yeah, they may be gone before then. I mean, it's... So what's hard for the Cavs, and Brian Windhorse is the one that brought this up, and I think it's important to remember, is the Cavs, the Cavs are drafting this eighth pick with the assumption that LeBron is coming back or isn't coming back. Like, they, they That's can't. another terrible position yeah. that LeBron has put the Cavs Yes, they in. can't. They're like, do but, we draft this for ourselves? Like, do we draft the replacement for LeBron? Do we draft, like, because that yeah. would change because if the eighth pick of Michael Porter's there and LeBron's gone, you pick probably Michael Porter. I think you take him, period. Unless Trey Young's there, maybe. Yeah, well, I, if Trey, okay. I would take Trey Young over Michael Porter every day, all day, no matter but what. But they, they're both kind of landing around that 7-8 yeah, you know, but if the Cavs if the Cavs knew that LeBron was gone, then maybe do they try? You one hundred percent keep the pick and you go for the highest upside guy. Yeah, or are you trying? Like even at that point, if you if if you do fall in love with a Michael Porter, are you looking to say, okay, well, right now I'm at the eight. If I can put this in and you know throw this piece in, can I move up from eight to six to make sure I get the guy I want? Like, and they have no idea what their future looks like, and so they're drafting no blind. Yeah, really. I mean, if you think that LeBron is staying, you're just shopping the pick. That's all you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
but the, but you're still stuck because it, you what are you shopping for right like <laughs> or if you throw your if you throw your pick out there and you get a guy that fits now i guess at that point you're trying to make it look appealing right that's kind of the point. that's the thing is that it's tough because their their pitch to lebron will be what does the roster look like july 1 cuz i i will still be really surprised if the Cavs roster looks just like this, you're so thirsty. You're very thirsty. I am. You're, if, just, you're drinking a gallon of water while I've been sitting here. I think half the, a gallon. The Cavs roster is going to change a lot between now and July first. Yeah. yeah. If, if I think it, it's time to start building it around Jordan Clarkson. It's absolutely time. If it doesn't change, I think that shows that they he's yeah. not coming back. Yeah, he's I, not coming back to that team. No, 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 no. The, yeah, the hard part is they don't have a ton of flexibility. Now, Rodney Hood's gone. He's a restricted free agent. Is he restricted? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So they'll probably just sign him to one more year. Hope he turns into something. I mean, Unless the qualifying offer would be ideal for Probably both. Because if LeBron leaves, is it Rodney Hood's team? I know, right? <laughs> if, if Kevin Love isn't there. But if LeBron leaves, they're going to start. They should. They should start moving anybody they can. Yeah. For whatever they can. Yeah. Hey, you sure. got a couple firsts? Here, you can have Kevin Love or, you know, yeah. even if they're in the 20s, whatever. But hey, Clippers. Here he is. He's yours. Send us your two first round picks and yep. you can have Kevin Love. Hey, you know what else we have? Man, another Twitter question. Ooh. It comes from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore who wants to know if Oklahoma City wants to keep Paul George, isn't it safe to assume that Adams, Dre, Everyone but Russ could be traded. Is Presty seriously going to just keep this team and hope that Russ and Paul George are friends enough to sway Paul George? Why would we think PG would pick Oklahoma City unless more talent was added? It's a tough. It's a tough question. I think Russ could be enough to sway him. Uh, how they're going to add more talent, I don't know. I don't. There's not like a clear path in my brain that they can use Adams or Dre or anybody like that to go get somebody else. I think that I don't know that you can get fair value for Steven Adams on the trade market. Like nobody needs centers. And I think that you could get something good for him, but what are you going to get? You can get a top, maybe probably get a top 10 pick in the draft, but that's not what Paul George wants to come back to. So I think Adams is a part of that pitch. I honestly, honestly, Dre is the same way. A one-way wing such that a only plays right? defense. How many teams are going to give up like a star for that? Like none, zero. Yeah, but the thing about, I do think that there will be things on the table. Certainly, plus that they're going to look into a lot of things. But I just don't know at the end of the day what what can you fetch with those assets. I don't think Presty's going to like the sell for Paul George is to look at this roster and some of the things he said speaks to this, like. I don't think he's upset with most of the roster construction. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think everybody has found Mello to be, I think even inside the franchise, inside the team, yeah. that they are recognizing like the Mello fit is what really kind of yeah. threw this thing into a... Without him and with Dre, it's a completely different team. Yeah. yeah. I think they said, hey, look at last year. If Dre would have been healthy, like we could have made it to the second round. Like who knows what we could have done. We're a better team and we're in that... We're losing uh, Mello, and you know he wasn't that great for us. We slot in someone there that's 
No, Patrick Patterson. Patrick Patterson, Patterson moves to the four, yeah. and they're immediately better. Yeah, and yeah. so we say, if we keep this team just losing Mello, we're better than we were last year. I yeah. think you, you the tape that you show him is that Golden State game on the road. And you say, look, Mello sprained his ankle. Let's call the buying out of Carmelo Anthony the spraining of his ankle, and then you saw what we could do. Yeah. Because we switch everything. We're a very athletic squad. And we can we can compete at the highest level. Like they they proved that. And then toward the end of the season, without Dre and with a ton of minutes to Carmelo Anthony, it was not a good product. Yeah. yeah. But it but there's a good product within the structure. Yeah, and that, so that's the point. And for me, it's like you look at Dre, he's a specialist that doesn't get you a whole lot probably on a trade market. But Dre in a in a five man lineup of Patrick Patterson, Stephen Adams, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, like that's the perfect fit for him. And they just wreak havoc. Like, I think we forget that Paul George was on this team through January when they were wreaking havoc. They were rolling. They were gonna rolling. they were gonna win fifty five games. Defensively, they yeah. were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul George, I mean, he was leading the league in stills at that point. Like everything was going well for this team. And they recognized that and realized like if you add so if you lose Mello. Add Patrick Patterson to your starting lineup, so it's a four man. That's a five man squad that passes the ball well. You have shooting from your your three and your well, Russ technically not, but you you at least have the floor space with Patrick Patterson and Paul George. Like yeah. that team is immediately better. But not to mention that if you lose Mello there, Patrick Patterson starts at your four, and then Jeremy Grant's minutes go up. Who Grant proved towards the end of the season is an incredible piece for this team. And he still has a higher ceiling than what he showed in this past yeah, season. He's still young, yeah. super young. And it, and he, Paul George is also pretty close with Terrence Ferguson, who he, I mean, he's one of the guys that would tell you how high of a ceiling Ferguson has. And then not to mention that Abrinas in the Jazz series played maybe his best basketball career. He was really career. good. Like there are enough pieces in this Oklahoma City team to make a really good team. Like I don't think... Yeah. Like, Caleb, like, I just don't think blowing it up and trading everybody is what Paul George would even want. Yeah. yeah. Unless, also, unless you can pair everybody up together and go get some. Well, we'll put it this way. Like, let's say that Paul George had two years left on his contract and we knew that this was the team that we were going to have moving forward. Would you Would you be saying we've got to do something different besides get Melo out of here? Like, we have to go get new different players because this, this just doesn't work. Like, would you be saying that? Because it's essentially the same question. If he was just still on the roster, like if you if, if you he knew, wasn't resigning, if or you're anything. if you're guaranteed to have Paul George, would you say we've got to go trade Stephen Adams, Andre Robertson, or one of these guys to go get somebody else? I think all you're trying to do at that point is like, what can we get peripheral piece wise that could just add a little bit? Can we to get another team? role player that can be in the top seven. Yeah, or, or or is it just like, hey, just bring back Corey Brewer for the bench and Ray Felton, and let's run it back. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad option, but ultimately, I think he's saying to lure Paul George back here. Are they going to have to do something big? And no, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think know. that's like kind I mean, of what, in, unless you can get LeBron James, if you can do something like that. I mean, obviously he would come. Adams, yeah. Ferguson, <laughs> Abrinas, like got your whole team for LeBron. James. Do what you ha- do. What every team does to get LeBron to their team. Now the thing that. I think no. is people are thinking that in order to get Paul George to stay, we were going to have to do what we would 
had to have done to keep te- Kevin Durant, which is where like, oh my gosh, look at all these people we'll have to bring in and do all this stuff. Like it'll be a different team. It'll be like we're bringing in this person, getting rid of this person. And Paul George, I feel like it's a diff- he's a different kind of person that I don't think you have to do that. I think you say look at – plus with Kevin, it's like him and Russ obviously had some sort of beef that Paul George and Russ do not have. Yep. They are getting along, and they've never had a point in the whole last season where they didn't. So I think that there's a better chance that he, Paul George stays than there ever was Kevin Durant staying because of that. Yeah, He fits on this team a lot better because it's not questions like whose team is it. Like Paul George is – is he's the perfect second guy. More, yeah, he's more comfortable being that person. Yeah. So I think, you know, unless he has going to be where he can be that second person with LeBron in L.A. or Cleveland, yeah, yeah, I, that's. I just think there's a better chance. Bang bang, bang bang, bang bang. bang, bang. Um, all right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Do we want to do a fun one? Or do we want to do a serious one? Just keep going. Just all right, keep rolling through. What we our got. next Twitter question comes from at. Pax Cash, who wants to know what package from each of L.A. or the 76ers would be a reasonable for Paul George sign and trade? So I added this question basically for clarification's sake. Neither L.A. nor Philadelphia has to sign and trade Paul George. They can just sign him as a free agent outright. So they would not put a package together. L.A. is not going to do a sign and trade for Paul George. Oh, no. It could happen for Philly. Like if Philly gets LeBron, yeah, and then Paul's like, I want to go there too. Um, I'm opting in, or he could say, I'm going to opt in before the deadline, and which is that June twenty second. We'll, we'll know before, He's not opting in, but yeah, before July, we'll know. Um, but there could be a sign and trade option too, where they're like, Hey, Paul's like, I want the five, I want the full five years, and that's the. The, Th- the Thunder are the only team that you can get that from. Yeah. And so it would probably be for a young guy. I mean, I think that it would probably start with Markel. And that's kind of terrifying, obviously. <laughs> I think that you could say Markel Fultz and Covington? Then, some, then some cap filler. I mean, I just don't know if they give up Covington. If you're adding LeBron and Paul George, you don't – I mean – you want as many switchy wings as you can get. Good Lord. If you could play those four with Embiid, like that's what you want, right? I just don't – I don't know if they'd be willing. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe they'd I, have to. And you just say, like, sorry, we're not doing it without Covington and Markel Fultz. But listening to the – like, I kind of would agree with him. Like, obviously, you do whatever you can to – to be as good as you can immediately. But, man, the 76ers, Paul George makes a ton of sense as a free agent. Yeah. Like that one is just sure. like slide in. You don't have to change much of your construction at mm-hmm. all. Like the LeBron thing I get in theory. But it's also like, dude, just keep being you for four years. Like you're, you built this team the way that was really disturbing for about f- five or six years. But you're at this place where – like you don't have to worry about competing with the Warriors immediately. Yeah. Now nothing's yeah. guaranteed, and so you want to put the best team on the floor that you can. But I, I don't know, man. I would go after a Paul George, maybe before I'd even go after LeBron. 
just for this is yeah. what my team is. Like we didn't sell it short. We're not we're not skipping. But process, here's the, steps here's the, the thing is that if you can bring LeBron in and you don't have to give up anything, yeah, you like, you have to do it for sure. I'm, and then you yes, compete, of course. And then you're competing for titles now. You're, you're, and the window just. 10 years yeah it opens i mean you have to do yeah it. I, I get that part of it but i wonder if there is part of that team that's like man let us like i don't know we've been here from the beginning let us just see what we can do without just jumping five steps ahead in the process there's probably part of that but also you have to look over at boston and know that they have the a similar timeline but are also ah, but are also better than fly, you man yeah seriously get out here fly. fly um you have to look at Boston and know that they have a similar timeline where they're going to compete now and they can compete at the same time that you guys are. And so, and also, you're not guaranteed anything with the injuries yep. that all those that's, guys have that's had. That's the truth. And so, if you're healthy now and you can get LeBron now, you just you have just to do it. it. You have Boston, to. Philly for the next decade is going to be like the revival of competitive it's gonna, balance. It's in going to be amazing. All right, Luke, let's go to something else. All right. We're going to a fun one. It's from at Trust the Void, who wants to know, would you give up drinking Anthem beer for a whole month if Paul George wore your Paul George chicken fried rice shirt one time? I'd give it up for life. <laughs> I would give up a lot of Sorry, Anthem. For I love you, but I would give it up for life. I'd have to get, <laughs> be, I'd have to get a picture with that'd it. That would be the, I mean, if we could get proof of him wearing it, this is what I want for life. This is what I want. I want a close-up of his face while someone explains what it is. <laughs> because yeah. I think it'd just be, it'd be like, you know, like something from The Office with his facial expressions. He'd just be like, what is going on? Why just are like you looking out of the side of his like. Is this, a, is this a joke? Am I yeah. on? So Kevin Durant, Boba Tea, Culture, Paul George chicken fried rice. Yeah. <laughs> that is literally how it got there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It makes perfect sense. I would and the other funny thing is that really with the sizes the breakdown, we don't he would have to get a shirt from someone big enough to trade him shirts, you know? Yeah, he's probably a I'll he's you can have it. It's Jay. I'll take it off right now if I had it on and give it to you. If I ran into it with the mall, when are like, we when are we getting these? Do we know? Taylor uh, Taylor's I'm assuming Taylor's doing some of the financial. He just his ride kind of changed some of that stuff. You got it? No, I think so. I got the money. I just got to pay it. You haven't paid it yet. I'm working on it, man. Dude. Okay, never mind. I pay it when I pick them up. I'm Uh, saying, how about? But who mails them? Is what I'm asking. Taylor. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm just asking when I'm Taylor's out of town. I just want to know when I'm. I think I'm. I'm going to say across fingers. Draft party. Okay, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I just want to wear I, one I at the think, draft party. I think they'll be really good. Hey, let's do this question. Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from at Curran Merrigan, who wants to know or says that ESPN recently did an article discussing the Spurs' best trade options for Kawhi. Where do you think is the best landing spot for him, and which team would have the best chance to re sign him long term? <laughs> We're taking the Kawhi man to the trade machine. I think we've done this before, but I just want to do it again. I don't remember it, just to revisit it. Um, 
Are you ready to be Greg Popovich or R.C. Buford? Yes. Or both? Yep. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Tim Connolly. Hey, Tim. From the Denver Nuggets. I actually knew that one. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that you know me. Uh, we're obviously interested in Kawhi Leonard. Sure. To join our team. Yep. We're, our, we're willing to offer you a trade package of Jamal Murray, Trey Lyles, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, the 14th pick in this draft, and uh, the Kenneth Freed one year of cap filler for Kawhi Leonard and Bryn Forbes. No. Okay. Uh, I like one piece of that. Yeah, I know you're a Wancho guy. I'm a huge Wancho. No, I love Jamal Murray, man. Jamal Murray. Yeah. He'd be great with Spurs, wouldn't he? He would be. Come on now. No, I'm not doing that trade. Get okay. out of here. All right. This uh, is Kawhi Leonard, top five player in the NBA. Yeah, best top five player that played nine games last year. Yeah, he's healthy. You want me to have him work out for you? I do, actually. If you could do that, send yeah. him here. Along, <laughs> right and I'll, here. Sit and I'll send you Jamal Murray, <laughs> and he can work out for him. Okay, ring, 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 Hello. ring, ring. It's Danny Ainge. Hey, Danny. Hello. All right, let's do this. Okay, uh, here's my here's my idea. Kawhi and Patty Mills to us, and we'll send you Scary Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's pretty I just, interesting. <laughs> I just think it's the best return you're going to get. It's a good return. Like, you're not operating. Like, for Kawhi to... Uh, now, he doesn't have to agree to it, but he's going to want to go somewhere he can win. And that's the only way... He'll resign with Boston. Yeah, and Gordon. Yeah. Gordon Santonio would be good. Gordon's good. And Rozier. I, I, feel, I feel so bad for Gordon Hayward if that happened. He would just be like... He broke his leg... Never got to play for Didn't Boston. Get to, we played like five minutes for Boston and then gets <laughs> traded. I so think if Kawhi could get to the Eastern Conference, he'd, he'd, he'd wreak havoc. He'd, he'd resign if he got on. Uh, I mean, I think like Boston's that. just a team where you're going to look and say, gosh, for, if I sign my Supermax for five years, like we're going to be in the championship game for three oh, out of five of those years. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Now, I think the forever, interesting trade, like forever. you may have, do you have a, another one from Ainge? No, we've already accepted a trade. Oh, crap. So that trade was successful. <laughs> I think Kyrie is the one that's intriguing. Yeah. And keep Scary Terry as yep. your point card. Yeah. And Marcus Smart. I mean. Yeah. And Gorgon. Mm-hmm. But then you just have too many wings. You, you can't just play. told me that Covington, Paul George. I know, but they don't and, have that many. You have... The two young youngsters in Boston, Tatum Brown, and then you have Kawhi. Yep, and you have Gordon Hayward, Gorgman, and Scary Terry, and Al Horford, and I mean, like, there's you can't play your best. Marcus Morris. You just have too many good players, which is a problem. Yeah, that's true. It's All a right. terrible problem to have. Oh, yeah. no, too many good players. What do we do? Uh, man, we don't know what to do. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Bro Brown. Hey, Brett. Who's Bro Brown here? Uh, the we know that Kawhi would make perfect sense on your roster. We we know it, and we're trying Brett, to make it happen. We're trying to make it happen. Kawhi Leonard, Patty Mills, Derek White are the three players want from you. We're going to send you three players named Robert Covington, Jared Bayless, and Markel Fultz. No. Oh, really? You're just you're a, you're a hater, is what you're you are. A hater. I'm a Markel Fultz. 
not excited guy Un- is what I am. Untruther? What if he becomes the guy that everyone thought he would be? What if I could? What if I could say he's going to be ninety percent of what everybody thought he would be? Yeah, I just I wouldn't touch Markel Fultz, man. Well, Jerry Colangelo ruined him. You're making a big mistake. Hanging out with his uncle. <clears throat> uh, I'll take here. Let me let me counter trade you. I'll take Embiid. It's been nice talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dario Saric? Like any chance they're putting him on any of these? Yeah, sure. I like him. I mean, it's not going to probably sway that trade. Yeah, he's much, fine. I know Fultz has incredible potential. Yeah. But he's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, to to cherry now, if you're not gonna sign Kawhi, like you could also Philly does have picks. Like there's tons of things you could add to that to sweeten sure. that for you, but certainly. Certainly. Uh ring 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 ring. Hello. Neil Shrey. Hey Neil. Hello, I'm Neil. All right. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. Who am I talking to? R C uh, this is R C. RC, uh, we'll do... Yes. I'll take CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum for Kawhi and Derek White. Is the Derek White part of that just cap filler? No, we love Derek White. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Hold on. Let's let's kind of... Let's, let's, let's... What do you want to... Work <laughs> this out a little bit. RC... Let me see who else I want on your team. I feel like for CJ McCollum and Alfred Camino, put something together for me for that. Uh, This is a negotiation. Counter. You weren't. He wasn't ready for the counter. He's not. He was not ready. Nor am I. That's why I'm like sprinting to the trade to the trade machine. machine. I mean, Alfred Camino's. How much is he making? Machine. He's making seven. So we've got. So uh. We'll do Kawhi and Patty Mills for Alfred Gamino. Oh, this trade CJ. is successful on the trade machine. That's yeah. what we'll do. I'm in for that one. Boom. McCollum yeah. and Aminu for Leonard and Patty Mills. That's great. McCollum and DeJounte Murray playing with each other. I mean, yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. And then Aminu can fill a little bit of those wing minutes. Yeah. And Kawhi and Damian Lillard. Hey guys, I am I am not nervous, but I am intrigued by what Kawhi is outside of San Antonio. Yeah, it's intriguing. What do, What do you mean? Do you, are you intrigued about how he's going to be after a year of not feeling good enough? to No, play? I, I just think a year. Like, how much of Kawhi is system dependent? I don't know. He played so much ISO ball. His last year, he was healthy in the playoffs. I just don't know. Like that's what I'm asking. Just asking. Like he would kill it. He'd be so good if he's healthy. It's it's and it's funny because it's like the one franchise where it hurts you to play for them in some sense in the eyes of some people. Maybe to where it's like I don't know because you watch you know pick any other superstar and it doesn't matter where they play just because they don't you know no team and coach has the culture to make you think that it's team that makes the player, you know, like Danny Green, trash, out of the league, goes to San Antonio, like all defense, like incredible player. So Mm -hmm. that team has made enough people that weren't good, good again, that it makes it at least in the back of some people's mind. And maybe it's unfair, I get it, but at least in the back of some people's mind, it makes you think, is it just the team? 
Mm. It could be. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Steve Mills. That was my pitch. That was RC's pitch, by the way. Steve Mills. Hey, Steve. Hi. Steve Mills. So we're, we're willing to um, offer you the ninth pick in the draft. Okay. All right. And Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a bad starting place. And Frank Nilakina for Kawhi. No. Yeah. Okay. Bye. So... Number one is, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. How was Frank? I like him a lot. I heard he was a pretty good defender. Yeah. He and DeJounte next to each other, they could play next to each other easily, and that would be super fun. Tim Hardaway Jr. I still don't love it. And you get the ninth pick. Yeah, but ninth pick in this draft is not that Ooh, exciting. it's a good pick. Is it? It's a good pick. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Dave Wall. Not Dave Grohl, but Dave Wall. Hey, Dave. Do you know who I'm coming from? Playing nope. the drums. Do, 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 do. And I'm the lead guitar player now. Dave Wall. <laughs> I have no idea who you're. Clippers. Oh, really? It's great to talk to you. Uh, we'll do the, the, uh, our two lottery picks, 12 and 13. Plus Sam Decker, plus Tobias Harris for Kawhi Leonard. No. It's a terrible deal. Next one. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Ring, ring, ring. Colby Altman. Hey, Colby. The Colbsman. So I want to bring this full circle. Let's bring it full circle. You can help me make it full circle. You ready to make a circle? Yep. Okay. You have to agree to make a circle before we start. Circle. Can you make a circle? Yeah, I just did it with my hands. Okay, so you agreed to the trade before we even made it. Yep. Great. George Hill, Larry Nance, the eighth pick for Kawhi. We're making a full circle here because George Hill was traded for Kawhi Leonard originally. And so Pop, Pop still talks about how it was so difficult. Can you imagine the blog posts? Can you imagine the blog posts? George Hill. George Hill for Kawhi again. Amazing. I imagine know. the blog no. post Colby. That's a terrible trade. I don't want that. it's a but blog post though. Did you, Can think, you imagine? Did you think about the blog post? Did though? you think about the blog post? It would be blog boys. Could you imagine them being traded for one another again and completely different circumstances? <laughs> I get what you're doing here. Do you Colby. understand? No, I don't want him. The eighth pick. What if you could get Trey young in San Antonio? Just throwing that out there. The kid is sensational. So, it does pose a question. Do the Spurs the Spurs want a player or do they want picks? You tell me, RC. I play I think I want a player. Let's make a circle. I want to be able to play now. The kid is sensational. That's why that Portland one is the only one I like. Okay. All right. Well, hey, sure. hey, guess what? You didn't make a circle, and that is uh It's too bad. Not great. Hey, trying to make a circle. Yeah, let's wrap this up, man. Okay. Are we done with that? Yeah, I'm done. Guys, <laughs> you know what I'm not done with? We we made a T-shirt it, with them. Kawhi? We're gonna, huh? Hey, I mean, is there a real chance Kawhi's gone? Moving? I have no idea. Yeah. What's your bet? He gone. He gone. I think he signs the Supermax. So let's Kawhi, Supermax. Paul George, your bet is he stays in Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah, I'm Le- feeling so nervous about it. Did you see his shoes? Yeah, OKC home shoes. That was weird. Didn't Kyrie? I feel also, so weird about it because know, it's man. like, why are you like, why would you do this if you're not coming back? Didn't, didn't Kyrie also release women powerful shoes? 
women power shoes excuse me that was the other thing the is twitter. that what it's called something like i don't that. know all i saw was paul george home and then i blacked out yeah <laughs> right okay see home i woke up this morning yeah yeah so paul george nike released or like They're coming just, soon shoes and see like it was rumored that they were called okc home and then somebody i like looked into it and someone said no they're actually called something else like the bait too but then they like actually released them and they are called okc home yeah and i don't know if it's like these the these are the shoes that he would wear if he was wearing the home jersey but why would you name the shoe that here like you don't need to name the shoe that you just have the colorway for I, your home jersey. The per- I don't know. The I don't know <laughs> what to do with it. I don't either. Here's the deal, man. Is I have like detached myself enough. Uh, uh. <laughs> I've I've detached <laughs> detached myself sounds, enough like emotionally from this whole experience to where I'm just like that sounds gross. Whatever, just get it over with. I know. It sounds it's, it sounds kind of nuts. I don't know what to with. do with that. That's I don't. Fine. I don't know. Sounds kind of nusty. Hey, but it is going to be worth. <laughs> I think it is worth for the cat, like to pay attention who the Cavs get at eight if they hold, if they get somebody. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's 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 going to be a very fun night, and you have to be there to hang out with us because yes. it's going to be That's so much saying. fun. You have to be there. You want to do trust the voice question, or do you want to not? No, man. No. We did. We, no, did, we did, did not. Yes, we did. We did the donut question. No, we didn't. No, not that. Oh, no, trust the void. Where's the donut question? Oh, it's at the end. It's right before fun. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Save it for next week. Sorry, Jake. Hey, guys. You know what's great? And I love (laughs) It's Oklahoma Shark Company. They helped us with that Paul George chicken fried rice shirt. And they're going to be helping us on all our future shirts because they're so easy to work with. They're so fun to work with. You take them an idea and they produce a beautiful shirt it's true i got a tank top and it is gonna be fly i hope you can wear it to the draft party i will not do that but why because man i just tank tops i gotta be around a pool why did you oh son of a i wear it at the lake man that's it i also got a shirt i can wear the shirt there i got both oh you did i'm gonna be looking so fly i'll wear them because if you are wearing an oklahoma shirt i'll cut the company shirt You're guaranteed to be looking fly. Down here. You really are. Shirt of the month. They have one in Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Texas. That's right. That's right. $10 a month. A new shirt based on that state every month. At yeah. your doorstep. And. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. Waiting for you. Just for signing up, you get a free introductory shirt. It introduces you to the shirts. Oh, my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's really, for that month, two shirts for the price of one you cannot find a better deal. can't can't hey let me say this as well if you work for a nonprofit or a church organization they do have special pricing for nonprofits and churches yeah and i'm not kidding like they're unbeatable 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 cannot beat it they are <laughs> cannot they be, they're great they're great they're fun to work with they've been a, they've been a pleasure to work with I'm, i would go as far to say they they've just it has been no fuss great and they made a great look. Oklahoma shirt. shirt Company. Check them out. They're Check good em. friends of ours. Sports people that support us. Amen. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. Yeah, what is it? <sighs> are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. That doesn't sound like you. What? The miffed and peeved drop. It is. <laughs> Guarantee it's me. <laughs> uh, but guys, are you miffed? Are you peeved? I'm miffed at myself because I let something happen in my life. Oh, uh, you pooped your pants again? <laughs> 
<laughs> not, Again. not that. Not that. I'll let you guys know when I do, though. Okay. So I got this gift card to Subway. Mistake. And Where? I didn't ever... I, I've had it for months, and I didn't use it. And so I we went and used it, and I enjoyed Subway. Do you enjoy Subway? Well, that's good. Well, I sure thought I did, and I let Subway back into my life. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's free. It was free, and I was like, man, that was good. That was le- legitimately good. The other night, Amy and I, we went on a little walk, and then afterwards, we had to go to the bathroom, and there was a subway right by us, and we went to the subway, and it smelled like a dog was bathed in fish <laughs> in the subway. That's horrible. And now I'm completely, I'm back out. I'm done with subway. Yeah. I'm completely back out, and I'm really miffed that I let myself back in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Subway's very wildly franchise to franchise. And that's why I'm You're out. You're at a bad one. Don't go to that one. Go back to the good one. I'm out. I'm back out. Mm. I don't have no, I don't, mm. my gift card's been spent mm. and I'm back out and I'm mm. miffed that I let myself back in. The reason I don't use Subway is because you can't, if you have a drive through okay. Yeah. But if you walk into a Subway to order your sandwich, guarantee you, you're going to smell like Subway for the rest of the day. Well, mm. and, I, and that Subway... No thanks. It smells so bad. That come is on Subway, get your life together. Franchise to franchise, man. It's true. Okay. There's more Subways out there now than which is not okay. Man. There's yeah. bazillions of Subways. Yeah. You're never less than two miles away from a Subway, guaranteed. It's true. If you're in Oklahoma, my wife just sent me a text that they also make their subs with yoga mats. Yeah, I believe that, and it's a it's a bad place. Don't it, go there. It is Everybody, awful. if you're if you're in, back out now. You know who loves Subway? My son. Really? What does Me- he like? Meatball subs, all day. Oh um, yeah. I mean, it's respectable. He would eat them every night if we let him. Well, let him. No. Well, would why you let, not? Would you please let What's your wrong? child Just do let, him. let him eat his let him subs? Let man. him do it, man. Come on, buddy. Are you miffed, man? No. I got nothing. Aww. I don't. I don't remember. I'm so. This is just my personality, man. I. I just don't. I get miffed and then I just blow it off. I'm not gonna bring <laughs> up like an argument I have with my wife on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of wish you would. I know. I'm miffed at Natalie. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Luke. Oh uh, man, I don't think I'm miffed. I think I'm cool. And most of my myths come back to the weather and that you don't want to, we don't want to talk about. Weather. No, if it's about the weather, or your dreams, well, my dream, get, get it out of here. Just get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. I don't want to hear about that. Hey, let's remind you again though, just in case you missed the oh, front end, please Thursday night, six o'clock Anthem brewing. Six company. to nine. Six to nine. Nice. Yeah. Be six there. to nine. Be it's gonna, there. It's going to be really, it fun. really is. It's like the highlight of the year. Uh, and it's really kind of the beginning of the off season. Yep next thursday so be there actually just this thursday i guess by the time we listen to it yep okay see you see you snow dogs snow dogs yeah why no reason <laughs> don't do that 